Welcome, bats and ghouls. What if I were to tell you a tale of darkness, magic, mystery, and nightmares? A scary story, but not the kind of scary story you tell around the campfire. An actual, real, spooky tale straight from history. Welcome to Night of the Living History, a podcast where we talk about real, spooky, and macabre things that happened in real life. If you're ready to hear a real scary story, then settle in, bats and ghouls, because it's time for Night of the Living History. Welcome back, bats and ghouls. I am so excited. I've got so much content for you guys. Um, After recording the last episode, I went and did a ton of research, so I have so many new topics to bring to you. First off, we're going to start off with the one that we're doing today. Today we're going to be talking about the catacombs of Paris. I am super excited. This is an awesome subject, so let's jump in and let's get spooky. Okay, so the catacombs. Um, We're going to jump back in time a little bit and talk about 17th century Paris. Um, This wasn't a great place to live. The city was overcrowded and the people who lived there uh, kind of ended up getting struck with a lot of diseases and illnesses, uh, one of which being the bubonic plague. Uh, Many of you have probably heard about this in your history classes. It absolutely wreaked havoc on the people, uh, starting actually prior to the 17th century. The bubonic plague was also called the Black Death during during the early 14th century. They were once thought to be two separate plagues, but now we know that they are actually both the same disease. Incubation for the bubonic plague took about two to eight days, and common symptoms included fever, headache, chills, weakness, and swollen lymph nodes, also referred to around this time as bubos. Other diseases that rained down on the city were leprosy, tuberculosis, and syphilis. Now, with all these deaths and the people within the city, the cemetery became overflowing. Literally. We're talking corpses oftentimes became uncovered. Citizens who lived in the neighborhood of Leal. Um, now again, forgive me, I'm not French. I never took French. I'm probably slaughtering these pronunciations, but I'm doing my best here. I even Googled how to pronounce them. So Leal was the neighborhood that was near the cemetery of Les Innocent, the city's uh, largest cemetery. So they began to complain that they could actually smell a foul odor coming from the cemetery. You guys want to know what that smell was? It was rotting, decomposing flesh. They were actually smelling the bodies that were becoming uncovered from the cemetery. In 1763, King Louis XV banned any further burials from occurring inside the capital. Uh, The church pushed back because their beliefs didn't allow disturbing or moving the bodies, so it just kind of ended there. Nobody really did anything about it. However, his predecessor, King Louis XVI, was determined to somehow make the cemeteries move outside of the city of Paris. It took him a few years, but finally, in the year 1780, something happened that allowed him to finally convince the cemeteries to move. Spring of 1780 brought a lot of rain. Um, We're talking tons. So much so that the wall surrounding Les Innocents actually collapsed, spilling rotting corpses into another property nearby and the search for a solution began. Now, there were some nearby quarries um, that were once um, some kind of city skyscrapers, I believe. I didn't really get to read a whole lot about it, but essentially in April 1786, they began work on an underground ossuary. 
What is an ossuary? Well, my spooky babies, it is a container or room in which the bones of the dead are kept. In this case, a series of tunnels located under the city of love. Skeletons and pretty lights? Sounds like my idea of romance. Between the years of 1785 to 1787, the first bones were excavated and moved into the catacombs. April 7, 1786, the Paris Municipal Ossuary became its official name, however, many began to refer to it as the Catacombs, in reference to the Roman Catacombs. That's right, the French were not the first to move their dead underground. You know what they say, when in Rome, or whatever. It took the city 12 years to move the bodies. Some of the oldest bones are around 1,200 years old, and starting in 1789, a huge event happened to the French. For those who don't know history, this was the French Revolution. That's right, more dead people. At this point, the French said screw it and started burying the dead directly into the catacombs. Some of the most influential people of the French history are buried there. Um, I had their names. I'm not going to attempt to say them. Um, I know who they are. However, their names are just really difficult. Um, if you're French, I'm sorry. I just, I don't have the accent for it. And I don't want to do any disservice to these people. Um, some of which were... Not great people, but that's fine. We're going to leave it there. I'm going to stop rambling. In 1809, the catacombs of Paris became open to the public by appointment only. Today, over a mile of the underground graveyard is open to the public with tours available. I know this may come as a shock, but there are many that believe the catacombs are haunted. Uh, many people who believe in ghosts and spiritual hauntings um, will tell you that when you move a dead body from one place to another, or when you disturb somebody's remains, um, that it can create a spiritual disturbance. Um, the person can become confused as to where they are and therefore create a haunting or a ghost. So I know that wasn't a very long episode, but we're going to move on to the best part, places to visit. You betcha the catacombs in Paris themselves. For around 30 bucks a pop, you can see the catacombs in person, you know, once you actually get to France. Um, so it's probably going to be more than 30 bucks. Um, if you don't have the money to go to France, like me, uh, you're in luck. They have an online tour. It still costs money. Uh, I think it was around $5, um, but it's obviously way cheaper. And you can do it from being at home in your PJs. However, if you do manage to get to France to get to the catacombs in person, make sure you take a jacket. The catacombs can get extremely cold, um, you know, since it is quite a few miles underground or, you know, the ghosts or whatever. The books, um, there are a lot of books you can read on this. Um, I, I mean, there were so many I really couldn't go into, like, reading the summaries to find, like, a specific suggestion for you guys so just check it out um there's a lot on amazon i would read the summaries and maybe the reviews and then pick from there uh, movies or tv shows uh this was kind of cool so i found a movie called as above so below it came out in 2014 it is a horror movie about two archaeologists looking for treasure in the catacombs and you know obviously stuff goes wrong because it is a horror movie this movie actually looked pretty good um, i do intend on actually checking this out i might actually if I'm brave enough, <laughs> sit down to watch this after I'm done recording this episode. The other movie that I found was called The Catacombs. I know, the title is super subtle. Um, it came out in 2007. It's, I guess, supposed to be a horror movie. I'm not gonna lie, it looked like trash. Um, basically, the trailer showed people partying in the catacombs and then they start getting killed or something. Uh, the only good thing the trailer had going for it was it had Living Dead Girl by Rob Zombie playing in the background. That was kind of cool, but other than that, I don't know. This one I'd probably take a pass on. 
But either way, um, I would encourage you to check out the trailers for both. And the last but not least, um, from one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Ghost Hunters International, they did have an episode where they went into the catacombs of Paris. It was super cool. Um, I enjoyed watching it. So definitely check that out as well if you guys get a chance. Um, not just that episode in specific, but a lot of them I will probably be mentioning on you know, uh, future podcasts just because they, had, they do a great job whenever they do their investigating. Well, bats and ghouls, I think that just about wraps up today's episode. Um, so until next week and until next time, stay spooky.